Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Stop and See the Roses, a podcast that takes you on adventures in art to expand your mind and delight your soul. I'm your host, Jennifer Madsen. And this week, in addition to some conversation around changing things up in your art world, I want to start with a little bit of a love letter to the artsy women out there who are struggling to find time for creativity. I mean, I get, I totally get that in the whirlwind of daily responsibilities and the demands of this life, it is so easy, too easy for our creative souls to be neglected. Everybody wants a piece of us. And so this is especially true for the incredible women who have a deep, innate, artistic spirit that doesn't see the light of day nearly often enough. So to you, dear artsy women, this episode is a heartfelt love letter, a reminder that your creativity matters, and an invitation to prioritize that version of self-care and make space for your creative passions. So let's go on a little journey today of compassion, empathy, love, caring, as we explore the challenges you face to your creativity and look for ways to spark it again, unleash that creativity within you, no matter what those demands. First of all, let's acknowledge the struggle. It is crucial to see the unique challenges you face on your creative path. Balancing multiple roles, whether as a mother, a partner, a professional, a caregiver, Your time is probably stretched thinner than you even want to look at. It probably leaves very little room for personal expression. The struggle is real. And so are your dreams and your aspirations. And they don't need to be sidelined in the process. So let's talk a little bit about carving out time for your creativity. In the midst of all of these demands we're talking about, how will you find time for your artistic pursuits. That can seem a little daunting, right? But it is possible. You guessed it, by getting a little creative and also having some determination for it. Let's remember, first of all, why it is that creativity feeds you in the first place. When you think about what creativity brings to your soul, to your sense of well-being, to the sense of fun and interest in your life, use all of that to fuel your determination and then set aside small bits of time, whether it's waking up a little earlier and having an art journal or dedicating a quiet hour before bed so that you can paint a little, draw a little, and then communicate those needs with your loved ones. Maybe even if you want to wake up, if you've got little ones and you want to get up in the morning and have some coffee and invite them to join you in a little bit of creativity, that understanding and support from those you live with goes a long way. Now in this process, it's also really important, vital actually, to embrace imperfection, to let go of the pressure to create a masterpiece every time you pick up a brush or a pen or an art journal. Embrace the beauty of imperfection. Simply allow your art to be a form of self-expression and release rather than another source of stress. It's not about the end result, 
but the joy and fulfillment in the process. It also helps to create sacred spaces for your creativity. I have had women join the Goddess Art Circle during our live creativity sessions who are painting from the edge of a bed in a hotel room. They found a way to create the space for it. We are surrounded by noise, distractions, banging from the condo above, social media, news, our lives. So creating a sacred space for your art can be transformative. And again, it doesn't have to take up a ton of space. It can be a cozy corner in your house. It can be a special chair where you sit with your watercolor pens and an art journal a rented studio, a spot in nature, your favorite coffee shop, just find a place where your creativity can flourish. Also, when you surround yourself with things that inspire you, paintings, books, cherished mementos, you create the space that becomes a sanctuary that nurtures your artistic spirit. Also, seek community and support. When you connect with like-minded people, who understand the struggles and the triumphs of being an artsy woman, you amplify all of the benefits that come from being creative. In the Goddess Art Circle, it's extraordinary to watch what happens when these women come together. They're doing their own thing, their own medium, their own subject, their own masterpiece, and celebrating each other in the process in such a special way. So seek out local art groups, Check out our Goddess Art Circle, find a workshop where you can share your experience, receive encouragement, learn from others. Collaboration and conversation about creativity provides a huge boost. It also fosters a great sense of belonging and sparks new ideas. And let's just be sure you're practicing self-compassion. Be gentle with yourself during moments of block or self-doubt with your art. Creativity is not a linear journey. It ebbs and flows, and some days we want to do it a lot, and some days we really don't. And that's really okay. Treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding you would offer to a dear friend and celebrate even the smallest victories and embrace the learning process that comes with every creative endeavor. So to all you incredible artsy women out there, Know that your creativity is a vital part of who you are and the magic you bring to the world. And by embracing the challenges and nurturing your passions, making space for the beautiful art that lives in you, you prioritize self-care and make a commitment to your creative journey that brings untold blessings to all aspects of your life and to others because you inspire them to do the same. You are worthy of love, compassion, and the freedom to express your authentic self through your art. So hopefully you'll find a time and space to do that right away. Do it now. Start your creativity. Practice now. Pick a space. I'll be with you here and in the Goddess Art Circle, all places online to offer tips and encouragement on your journey. Now in my journey this week, I wanted to talk about the experience that I'm having with trying a new medium. I am a pastel painter and I have taken some detours in the last year and a half into primarily just acrylic was the other medium that I had tried and, and I didn't love it. It dried very quickly. Um, I know there are mediums, there are liquids that can keep that from happening. I, I 
just didn't love it. I don't know if I was so in love with pastel at the time. I didn't want anything to take my mind off of that uh, or what, but I, you know, went happily on my way with pastel. And in the back of my mind, I had had the thought, as I say, for a long time that I would like to try oil painting. Now, listeners, I don't know about you, but sometimes if I get a mind to something, but the other part of my mind is all these old ideas about it's really hard or it's messy or, um, you know, just all the things that other people project on your experience before you ever have the experience, then that kind of thing can keep you from ever doing it in the first place. And that was certainly true for me with the oil painting. I had told my mom, the painter, <laughs> about my desire to do oil for a while. And she had some of her own thoughts about it. And she always does. And she's always really good too about saying, you know, even if I found it to be such and such or hard or, you know, not my thing or messy or whatever the thing was, she's always really great to say, but do you, you know, like you should try it anyway, because you're an artist and you might love it. So she brought me last weekend when she came, she brought me a whole slew of oil paints that she's had for a while. Now my mom always invested in really great materials. And so a lot of these oil paints were in perfect condition, like really beautiful shape and certainly in good enough shape for me to start playing around with it. I got a little bit of, uh, you know, thinner online and she brought me some linseed oil and, um, I already had brushes galore. I have so many brushes. Um, canvases that I'd had laying around, linen boards from when I tried acrylic, all that kind of stuff. So all that was left for me to do was try. And it turns out I really like it. I really like it. I have painted all of three things so far. And what I loved about the first thing was that it was poppies. And I wasn't even following a tutorial. I was using some information from videos that I had watched, but I found a picture of poppies online, not hard to do, um, sketched it out on a canvas and then, you know, started mixing paint and going to town. Was it my best work? I don't know if I'm really the judge of that. I know there are so many things I need to learn about working with oil. No doubt about that. At the end of the day, there were also people who said, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I love that. And you know, not, not just being a cheerleader for my efforts, they really enjoyed it. So why wouldn't I put myself in a position to see if I can bring more joy through that medium? Now, my second attempt was two roses. And I instantly found myself trying to overwork them and go into way too much detail too soon and go back on top of the first layers way too soon. And now those two roses, they're a hot mess. They're a hot mess that needs to be abandoned. Less them on their way because I, <laughs> I have ruined that panel, which is fine. I have a bunch of them laying around and they're perfect for practice. The third one I did was last night. I had uh, just made space for my second easel here for specifically oil painting. The other one is for all my pastels. And it was a dark and stormy night, literally coming in over the water where I live. And I thought, why don't I take this really small panel 
which by the way was kind of funky and had a little bend in it. Again, perfect for practicing. I'd gotten some new oil paints to make sure I was working with really fresh material and yeah, I went in and started working with it. So I think it takes a few times, right? I think it takes a few attempts to give something enough of a chance, step back from it, see what you love about it. And if there's something you love about it, I think it, it has some merit to move forward with it. The oil painting certainly does for me. I love what I did with my clouds last night uh, in that tiny little painting that I did. And this week in my Artful Odyssey, my bonus video on YouTube, I'm going to do another oil painting of flowers this time, a still life from a photograph. And I will film that for you. I will take us all through that process. So my encouragement for you is to go find a new medium, go shake things up, choose a new thing to do. If you've been working with pencils, do some ink drawings. If you've been playing with ink, go play with some paint. I mean, whatever you want to do, I would really, really encourage you to mix it up. Literally. I know we've talked about this in the podcast before. That's what I'm up to trying this new medium seeing whether or not it has merit to stay in my rotation of things that I offer to the world through my art. And as you know, I always apply this to all the rest of my dang life, which is finding the new, finding the different, finding the, you know, alternative path, if you will, in so many different things so that I don't get stuck in one way of thinking, doing, being in my life. I hope that's helpful for you. I hope that brings some spark to your life today. Thanks for tuning in, for listening, for liking, subscribing, and passing this along. I appreciate that more than I know how to say. Stay tuned. Today, next day, you'll see the bonus video where I take you through that oil painting. Can't wait. See you soon.